Are you the kind of woman who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other women that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, so for today we have Crystal Wavio on the show. She is an award-winning bridal stylist turned my dream virtual assistant. She supports women in their businesses to do more of what they love and less of what they loathe. She's done that for me. I've had her on the podcast three lifetimes ago, but thank you, Crystal, for joining me. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. So I met you when you were a hairstylist and thriving. And as life takes us on different paths, I've had, I've, I feel like I've lived a couple of lives since you were last on. And I feel like you have as well. Yeah, definitely. That, how many years ago was that? It feels like probably close to five because you were uh, one of my first guests. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is so different for both of us. I like- mean, you had a salon back then you, mm-hmm. you in the time between then and now you have lived in Hawaii. Yeah. Sold your salon closed it. So many things. Rented a bridal studio. I think. Bridal that, team. Yeah. Yeah. Bridal team. I think it speaks to, and I'm really into this lately, as you know, as my one team member of team Lindsay Mayuga, um, I feel like there are so many stops on our journeys and it's easy to feel like they didn't make sense or they were a detour, but can you speak to how they've all kind of, if they have brought you to where you are today? Yeah. I mean, it is a journey and you run into so many different opportunities or so many different roadblocks and it's just, I mean, it's up to you how you take them. And I'm happy that I mean, as tough as as some things have been, I'm happy that I made the turns that I have and I'm happy with where I am today. And it's just about figuring out what's right for you in the moment. And yeah. I love that. So do you feel like had everything been going well, you would be where you are doing the virtual assistant work? Or do you feel like having had hiccups, health stuff, do you feel like it has been like the thing that propelled you and put you in this place? Cause I get curious about like how much of it is your natural inkling to do this, but you didn't have the courage and how much of it is like, no, a lot of shit went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it brought me here. A lot of shit went wrong and it brought me here. <laughs> like so much. Do you want- do you want to talk about any of that stuff or do you want to skip it? No, we totally can. Yeah. What, yeah. what went wrong? Cause I, I mean, mean oh, I've had a lot go wrong too. Um, well, you know, 2020 pandemic, all of that in 2019 is when I started my bridal team for, um, hair and makeup artists. And when I signed a new lease for a space, it was literally the month before everything shut down. Um, so just navigating a brand new bridal team, people dropping out, rescheduling, we could talk about that 
for days, but everybody knows that it was a shit show of a year. And I lost, I think, three of my teammates. They just decided that that wasn't going to be their path anymore um, with everything that went down. And uh, so my team got smaller than what I originally planned. Um and just, you know, everything was affected for years after that, still is. But I lost a little bit of steam and excitement just because of everything that was happening with the wedding industry and all the rescheduling and uncertainty. But um, so that was really what started me. I guess I don't even know that I started thinking about what I would do differently. It was almost like, I mean, as I've, I've never ever thought that I would be doing anything other than hair. Like that was what I was known for. That was basically my identity. Um, and for a little while I started to resent it because it was my identity. Um, you know, Crystal, the hairstylist, you know, she, that, not that that's all I'm good for, but that's just, it was so much a part of my life and I loved it at the time, but things started getting real and hard and, um, yeah, I just didn't want that to be my identity anymore. I wanted to figure something else out but I didn't think it would be a complete change of career. <laughs> um, but yeah, the pandemic really started me shifting my thinking into what could I do and thinking about things that I actually like doing within my business that's not hair. And that's like creating my website, doing all the fun graphics, um, all of that stuff. And I started actually teaching other stylists how I style bridal hair. So I was ha having classes and hosting workshops and everything. And a lot of people would ask me business questions. So it kind of made sense that that was the direction that I would go in after. Um, and then I had some health things play into the changes, but, uh, which is another long story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like what you say, you were saying like speaks to like, even like me being a hairstylist, like I don't do any kind of event styling and you're mm -hmm. not the first like hairstylist or makeup artist or, you know, someone in the beauty world or who supports events. I feel like the pandemic did feel different for them. It impacted them differently. And also like, that I, you were left with, like, I have to live this. Like I have, yeah. this is my, my whole career is this. And now like to live mm -hmm. it is like, holy shit, I'm left holding the bag. Yeah. Yeah. No one's it having their scary. events, but they're going to put, and I was also thinking they were probably putting their anxiety on you about mm -hmm. all of this. Mm -hmm. And as hairstyles, we tend to be people that absorb things. It just had to be the perfect storm that kind of sent you in this direction. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely am an empath and was feeling a lot of what they were feeling. And, you know, you want to, you want to help them out as much as you can, but you also have to run a business and 
you had to make some hard decisions decisions sometimes and it got to be really tough and um like with my own health uh having the added anxiety was really rough um i i mean i i'm open about this i struggle with anxiety and depression and between the pandemic and all of that and just high emotions high emotions with weddings in general but then adding on all the the things with the pandemic um it was a lot and it started to really wear me down and affect me even more mentally and physically so yeah we <laughs> We saw a lot of emotions in the yeah. last. Well, I kind of got lucky. I had a baby that year, so I saw yeah. very few people. And uh, I don't want to say came out unscathed, but it helps to not work during that time. Yeah, and yeah. have a baby. But mm -hmm. no, even just thinking about, you know, I've talked to people when I tell, you know, other like makeup artists or people I know, like what you do in the transition you made, it really interests a lot of people because I think a lot of people have an identity that they want to, you know, create a new life. And what, what do you think the hardest part has been for you? Is it letting go of hair because it's safe? It's a thing, you know, what has been the challenge? Because I literally, I'm thinking of one of my friends who's like, I would love to learn more about how Crystal did this because I don't know. I just, I just think there's, it's, it's, a, it sounds like, Oh, cool. You just start doing this, but the internal dialogue and like the confidence it's taken to step into it yeah <laughs> oh. uh it took I mean it took a couple years to really actually transition into this new career and I think the hardest part and it's still really hard is I had such a following on Instagram for my bridal services and I'm still like, I've posted on Instagram, like announcing the change. I, you know, it's, it's up there. People are still reaching out. Okay, so what do you do? What do you do about that? What is that? I prefer is them it, to someone. I was going to say, is that the universe testing you? What do you, I, what do you think it is? Well, for the last year, I was still booking people, even though I was saying I wasn't going to, I would give in. And now I still, I only have six weddings booked out this year, but I, okay. I have completely stopped now. So that was, that was the hardest part is to like actually stop booking people that really want me. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think it is? Is it the, like, like liking that people, you make people happy? What do you think it is? Cause I think people will relate to that. I know I do of like saying I won't do something and then being like, okay, what time's good for you? But mm -hmm. like, there's a part of you that wants to do it. Then a part of you that has to live it. It's like yeah. Fuck, Saturday yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, the whole working Saturdays, weekends all the time. And in the summer that I got real sick of giving yeah. up my summer for weddings, but, um, it's like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like some of it was me wanting to make people happy, but then the uncertainty also of me not making money in the future with this career, whereas booking a wedding, you're booking a year or more in advance. So like having those weddings booked out for me was almost like 
a little financial security in a way. Um, so yeah, it was a little bit of both financial reasons and my heart, like, cause I know, like I've, I've heard so many times and this is why I started teaching other people how to style hair, other stylists, how to style is we can relate to this as hairstylists. Like women want to feel their best and they come to us for help with that. And just feeling, knowing that you can help someone feel their best and their most beautiful on their wedding day, like that, I want, I wanted to do that so bad. Um, I know how important it is to feel your best and help your confidence. I mean, it's a huge day. So um, it's like, it's emotional for me to decline someone because I know that it it pulls on my heart still. <laughs> well, I think it's, I think what you're saying is really important because it's like, it takes time to make something new. And that doesn't mean, I think so, sometimes I can be like in my head, like, oh, you have to stop doing the thing you don't, you don't want to do. So the, the, the new thing that you want to build can grow, but yeah. there's also like a caveat to that and a lot of nuance that gets lost. It's like, it doesn't mm -hmm. mean you stop completely necessarily. It's like, in two to three years, you're like, you know, like you're slowly down to six when you were doing like, let's say a hundred. It's like, it's like, I don't know. I think there's something in this like Instagram world where it seems like people build businesses. Like you put a website up and you're a virtual assistant. It's like, no, you have a website. You're not a virtual assistant. You got to build that. And I think things take time. And I lately, probably because I talked to Linda a few episodes ago, um, and she's been in the industry for 46 years, like this idea that we have time, but like stuff takes time. It takes time. It, like if you're getting a new job, like being hired by a company or something, of course, things start happening right away. You're it's a, it's a totally different world being a, a business owner when you're trained, changing your career and it's starting over. It's completely starting from scratch. And so and you did and you didn't because you parlayed those skills like yeah. as a hairstylist, but like, it's pretty cool the way that, and I love this when people make career changes, when they are still a part of an industry, but in a way that honors them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My heart will always be in the, in the hair and beauty industry. I mean, I feel like when I'm old, I'll probably resort back to cutting hair for all my old friends and, you know, it, that's still going to always be with me. I, I'll cut friends and family hair here and there and, you know, but yeah. Well, so one thing I love about you that I think is unique and I, I, um, I don't know. I feel like when I go places, I see someone doing something and I'm like, Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. And what I admire about you and what I feel like, you know, is, is just really a great, like, way of like knowing yourself and knowing your strengths. Like you have no desire to go off and do the things you're helping people and supporting them with. Does that make sense? No. Like you've said it before. You're like, I don't want to, I want to support people's businesses. I don't want to go out and like have that salon or have oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you have a quote here. I didn't do a very good job of explaining that, but I have a quote here from your website that I think maybe I should have led with. Um, but Every woman's success should be an inspiration to another. We're the strongest when we cheer each other on. Serena Williams. Yeah. 
And I feel like that's something that I feel like I really value in our friendship and working together is I, I feel like so often women, you can feel like there's a competition or there's a score being kept. And I really just, I think it's a, one of your strengths that you're like, no, like my, I see my part here and my part is not what your part is. And I think that that's probably part of your secret sauce for why I love working with you. Your game for so many things that are outside of the wheelhouse of what we discussed. And can you speak to that? Because I feel like it's taken me till probably the last six years to be like, wow, like one to be inspired by other women and not be threatened by their success or the things they're doing and seeing like, okay, if I feel like that, it's pointing me in a direction, but Mm -hmm. like, how have you gotten to know yourself to know like where you fit in and where your strengths are? Because I think so many people would be happier if they were like, no, I'm like that person's ride or die support, or I'm like figuring out like where your strengths lie. I, yeah, like I've always had the, I always say I'm like your your biggest cheerleader. Like I want, I want everybody to succeed because I know how happy it makes me when I succeed and have support of other women. Like it's so important to have those, those people that are cheering you on. And even you with the same industry, like having a community of stylists in the wedding industry, it's been so helpful to hear other people's perspectives, to share, share, uh, tips. And, you know, I, I think there's enough work for everybody to go around and there's no need for competition. And what, what is that? A rising tide lifts all boats or something like that's, that's truly what it is. Like it's maybe healthy to have a little, little competition, but it's more of like with yourself than the competition with your neighbor stylist like compete with yourself and not with someone else because you're on completely different playing fields like or what you provide for a client is completely different than the other person even though you do the same like uh, styling or you cut hair or you color hair there's still not everybody is for you and you're not for everybody so yeah. I just love that. I love, I love that quote that you picked. Cause I literally, I don't think a lot of us are raised that other women are, should be viewed as inspiration. I feel like that's something I've had to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it doesn't help being a hairstylist in the early two thousands. Oh, it was a dog eat dog world back then. What a different world it was back then. You're telling me like social media didn't exist. And I think it's brought people together because when I was first a stylist here in Chicago, and maybe this is like a lot of industries, but like you only talk to the people that you worked with and you'd go to these events and you'd, I, I have so many friends that if I were to go back to like the art Institute at a Bumble event that I would like be mingling with. And I say, like, if we did this over now, there'd be all these stylists community, like in community. But uh-huh. back then you you worked at the best place and everyone else sucked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Like so much cattiness. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, social media, you can, um, run into competition and ugly things, but yeah, I did skim over all that just now yeah, it make is. it sound like it's a lot more loving than it can be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, you just gotta figure out who's who, who the good ones are that are supportive and, you know, um, stick with, stick with your, your people that are supportive and ignore the ones that are ugly. Yeah. Or hire you and just have you be the cheerleader because <laughs> I feel like I just, I mean, what, maybe we could just do like a quick, like what's the most annoying thing about working with me just so that people know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Is it the way the ideas change? What do you think? It I, is? I feel like I am very similar in that way. I have so many ideas constantly in my head. Like that's usually why I can't sleep at night is because I have so many ideas and different thoughts on how I could do something. So I complete, I just feel like I understand how your brain works because mine does too. Okay. I appreciate that. Because <laughs> I would think like, certain person would be like, Jesus. Okay. We made an Oracle deck. You know, we got those courses ready. Now you want to be a hairstylist again? Yeah, Crystal, I do. <laughs> I do. Um, I have been there. I, you know, it's maybe you're on one path, but then something else comes along and you want to be on that one. That's okay. Why yeah. Not? Yeah. I think that having, having you on board, like, that's the thing, like, no matter what I decide to create or what I make, I know, I feel like I've been having this thought lately that like, what if the last five years I've been like, kind of like learning about myself growing and figuring out how to like have the business and the career that I want that I needed to become the person I am today to, to, to have. Yeah. And I think about how, like, before when I, you know, had employees, it was like, oh, like I actually have my salon, like rental manual here. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, Crystal would never have bound to this it's like two pages and it's not, there's some good, I'm going to send you it. I want to so see like, it. Yeah. 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 Look at me and pony in the back. Aww. Um, so I feel like there is some good stuff here, but I feel like, I guess my takeaway from right now in life is like, it all, it, it all comes together and it'll mm -hmm. all come together, but in its own timing. And I should never be allowed to make manuals. I don't know if that's the right word for this. No, it's a pamphlet. That's why, that's why I exist. That's why, yeah. that's why we are here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cause I thought I got really crafty with this handbook. And it's called a handbook. Apparently that's what I named it. I mean, yeah, yeah. it works. <laughs> but anyway, so what, what do you feel like when you start to work with someone, what are, what are some of the things like that you feel like you help them most with? Like, like for instance, like for me, like, I feel like I just shoot passwords at you all day with no rhyme or reason. And is that a common theme you see in, with a creative business owner? Or organization is, it's not one of my strong suits, but organizing things for people 
and doing like everything that I'm doing for people. I love doing for people and I hate doing it for me. Yeah. Well, I would hate doing this stuff you do for other people and I would hate doing it for, I did hate doing I love it. it. <laughs> there, that's a point you're in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, a lot of people like you and I, we have a lot of ideas. We don't have much of a direction and I'm just given the information and I can put it together in a way that makes sense. Yeah. No, it's really fun for me to be like, I have an idea. And then I feel like you help me bring ideas to life. It's like, like, it's like, oh, having like a second just, brain, like yeah. to look at it. From it's like, different. yeah, it's almost like you distill what I'm saying into something. Yeah. And it makes like, I remember when I reached out to you, it wasn't even for you to help me. It was for you to help Jenny. And then I was like, wait, I don't <laughs> like doing any of this stuff. Do you think maybe you could, you know? And, uh, so I don't know. I just, I think it's funny how here I was interviewing you for a friend who never asked yeah. me for this <laughs> referral or support. And then next thing you know, here we are, here, here we later. are. How much time has it been? Cause I know I sometimes it's been a year. Cause sometimes I'm like yeah. two and a half, three years ago when it's just, it's all a blur. I know. Yeah. About a year ago, I think is when. Uh, we started working together. Yeah. And you're like the best. Thank oh, you for all that you've given me. And like, oh man, one of my first just clients starting out and you knew that. So like me trying to figure out the back end of everything of how to do this, it was, it was good. Well, to as a first I haven't client. always been a treat. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of stuff you've done that is outside of what we agreed to. And I feel like even today, if this were, if we had time to talk about my business, um, I would be like, Hey, we're going to pivot again. Um, but I feel like that, that, I don't know. I think that that speaks to working with the right people. Like mm -hmm. I'm learning, you're learning. And that is like the kind of, I don't know. I, I like that about our thing we've got going here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's Cause I'm less drawn to people that have it all figured out and it's a little too buttoned up. Does, they freak me out now. New people. Does anybody have it all figured out? I don't, I don't feel like there's just a lot of people pretending and I, and I can't be a part of it. I lived that life already. It looks awesome. Felt like garbage. So if you can't tell me like little things, like if you can't tell me it sucks to have a puppy and you're like, let's go in great. I'm like, liar. Fucking yeah. sucks to have a puppy. Like yeah. I just, yeah. I lose trust in people. Mm -hmm. but I really trust you because you, I want to figure things out. I want to figure things out for people. I think that's something that helps me out too, is like just having the drive to figure something out. If it's something that I've never done before, I want to be able to figure it out for you because I know that it's going to help you out so much. Yeah, no, I have a couple other things I'd like you to do for me that I've just connected in this episode with. I'm like, oh, would you be a cutting educator for me? You know, we'll just, there's just, the, the options are endless, Crystal, and our journey is far from over. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I am. I am. Thanks. It's, it feels good to have my one, my one team member, Crystal. <laughs> um, it feels good to have you excited because- I don't want to say you're all I've got, but you're, you're my sounding board. Ramel's traveling and I just, you know, he comes home and I'm like, here's what we're doing now, you mm -hmm. know? So it's nice to have you. Mm -hmm. 
you got to bounce ideas off of someone. Yeah. And I get it. Like same industries. So. Right. And it, it, that's what, that's what I think is part of what's so cool about working with you is like, you get the, the heart of a hairstylist, but also the mindset and like what go yeah. like the complexities of the day-to-day job. Yeah. And you know what I wish? I wish back when I was first becoming an independent stylist, I wish that I had someone helping me like you are now, because I feel like I fumbled around a lot with like graphics and things like that. Like I just, and I know like, again, you don't have to start in a big capacity, but I do think they're just, it's wild how, when you take something off your plate, the creative flow that comes and, you know, it's like staying in your, you know, lane, my lane allows you to do what you do. And then you have more space to be creative and to dream. Yeah. yeah. Just, it takes a lot of clutter out of your brain yeah. and like the pressure of having to do something, just the relief. I'm sure that you get from me taking care of all the podcast stuff. Like you're yeah, doing, I love more of I what love doing, it. Love doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Crystal, where can people find you? Where can they work with you? And don't, don't ask her to do a wedding. Don't ask me don't. to do a wedding anymore. All I'm, I'm only doing weddings with my, my elopement crew. And that's a handful a year and I get to go really cool places. So that's, that's my only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're working with the elopement collective, then. Or you have a destination or unless you have a destination wedding in this local, like an exotic locale. Yeah. Like a different country. Hire me. Yeah. That's fine. (laughs) That actually is probably your niche. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So let's not close any doors. Let's just, let's just make sure the right doors are open for the right people. Yes. So right now my door is open for virtual assisting for creating websites designing things, all that stuff. You can find me, um, on Instagram at crystal wavio, crystalwavio.com is my website. Yeah. That's pretty much, that's it. That's where it's I amazing. am. Uh, crystal keeping you. I love you so much. And thank you for coming on. Thank you. This was fun. <laughs> I want to do it again. 